You're listening to The Current's Morning Show, and every Wednesday at 8.30, I connect with experts and local personalities for some real talk about keeping our minds and bodies healthy. And this week, we wanted to get an update on the COVID-19 vaccine rollout. I know a lot of us here in Minnesota are watching the news on that. And I have Chris Arisman, Minnesota Department of Health Director of Infectious Disease Epidemiology with me this morning for Wellness Wednesday. Good morning, Ms. Arisman. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Well, yes, we have been watching, you know, the rollout of the vaccine. I guess, how is the vaccine rollout going here in Minnesota? Well, we've had exceptional interest in the part of the public to get vaccinated, which has been wonderful. And um, we started focusing on our most vulnerable populations. So that is our individuals in our skilled nursing facilities and in assisted living in addition to healthcare workers. That was really the first group that was prioritized for vaccination. And mid-January, we added in individuals who are 65 and older, and then childcare and educators. And so we have continued for the last um, six weeks to work our way through those groups. Adding 65 plus and educators and childcare was about 1.2 million people. So that was a lot of people um, to be to be added into the mix, given the limited number of doses that we're receiving. But we have really made good progress. And at the time that we're talking, we are over 40 percent of our seniors have been vaccinated. Mm. So we're continuing to work our way through. So um, I think the, the really positive is that we have multiple vaccinators. Um, we have great interest. The not so positive is we simply do not have enough vaccine to reach everyone right now who wants to be vaccinated. Well, and I wonder about that timeline to getting people their shots. Um, you know, we talked, it was over a few weeks ago when we talked about the COVID-19 vaccine and just um, really kind of talking about it in a very general way of how it works. And so d- the Department of Health, I mean, do you feel pretty confident still in a timeline of kind of moving on to various groups and what it'll look like throughout the summer? Or d- is it really dependent on you know, that supply. And it would seem to me that things are changing so fast all the time, week to week. Really, our ability to move on has to do with with two things. One is obviously the number of people who are interested in getting vaccinated. And as I said, we've been delighted Mm -hmm. that we have such a positive response. But then it's also dependent on the vaccine supply that we really receive. One of the good things is that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, that will be a new vaccine. It's a single dose that will be added to the options that we have. So every time the vaccine supply increases and we have more products available, that helps us to increase, you know, the number of people we can vaccinate. And that helps us to move on more quickly. So, you know, we're very pleased about that. But yes, it's dependent on the number of people who want to get vaccinated and the doses that we have. And and that, thankfully, has been growing. But we can't say exactly that in a month we expect to get X number of doses because we don't have a good line of sight into that. Chris Arisman from the Minnesota Department of Health is on the line. And, you know, the last time we talked, you know, we talked about the vaccine in a very general way. And you've mentioned that there is 
high interest here in Minnesota that a lot of people, you know, want to know when is it going to be my turn? When will I be able to be vaccinated? And since we talked last, um, there the vaccine connector has been launched. Can you talk about that a little bit? And should everybody sign up on the vaccine connector? Yes, we would really encourage people to take advantage of that. The purpose of the connector is just um, for us to have good insight into who's interested in being vaccinated. And then as different vaccine events become available, whether it's, you know, eligibility or vaccine at a a mass state site or something like that, it's an opportunity to be able to reach out to individuals who are interested in being vaccinated. Certainly, you know, if your healthcare provider reaches out to you and, and wants to set up an appointment, you know, you should take the appointment that you get from your healthcare provider. But the connector is another way to make sure that we're getting people and vaccine doses connected. And uh, so I was uh, just, you know, signing up on the vaccine connector. And, um, you know, I expected some questions about my age, because I know that that will put me in a certain group, you know, in the timeline of people getting vaccinated. But there were some other demographic questions asked. How does the health department use that information? We do ask some demographic questions, race, ethnicity, orientation. All of those things are intended to help us ensure that we are reaching out equitably to all populations. So that's really the the intent of that is to help us in our work to want to be equitable in the vaccine distribution. Sure, that makes sense. Well, uh, Chris Erisman from the Minnesota Department of Health, uh, the Director of Infectious Disease Epidemiology, is on the line with me for Wellness Wednesday. And I think anybody who's been watching the news and paying attention, there's a lot of discussion about various variants of this coronavirus. And I guess the question is, uh, will that call for a different vaccine? Well, that is something that we are continuing to to monitor. Mm -hmm. You know, we know that as the virus changes, that may change the ability of the vaccine to provide protection. However, the thinking is that it would not be, you know, an on-off situation. It would be perhaps a reduction in protection. So in other words, we're very fortunate that the two approved vaccines have a 95% effectiveness right now. And so with variants, it may be that we see that level of effectiveness drop. Those are all things that are being evaluated at this point to see, you know, if the vaccines continue to provide protection. I think that's why we are continuing to say how important it is that people mask, socially distance, and avoid large crowds because really what allows for spread of the variants and allows for the virus to uh, mutate is the speed of transmission. So Mm. we have a lot of transmission going on. That means that there's a greater likelihood that we'll see spread of the variants. And there's also greater likelihood that the virus itself could mutate again. Um, And so that's why we're saying, you know what, hang on, hang tight. Um, We will get vaccine into people and that will help us address the issue of variants. And um, and I think a good reminder about the masking. I mean, Dr. Anthony Fauci was just on CNN over the weekend and, you know, he was giving the reminder that Americans should continue wearing masks and social distancing 
even after getting the vaccine. And I'm sure that there there are, there are questions about that, you know, just from people listening right now. It's like, well, I'm vaccinated. You know, aren't I protected? You know, what would you say to that? Those are good questions, but it is really important to make the point that um, people who have been vaccinated still need to follow that guidance. I think for a lot of people, it's it's like, oh, yeah, I happen to be a healthcare worker. I'm going to get vaccinated, and now I'm free to live my life as I always have. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple things there. First of all, if you're a healthcare worker, um, you still need to quarantine if you've been exposed, even if you've been vaccinated. Um, because of the high-risk population that you serve. So certainly healthcare workers need to be attentive to that. But we want to acknowledge, too, that there there's still some information that we don't have about the vaccine. So while we know that it protects against clinical disease, we can't say right now if it protects against asymptomatic disease. Okay. The reason for that is because the clinical trials were set up, they were focused on clinical disease as an outcome. And so because of that, we can't say that just because you've been vaccinated, you could be a risk to other people. And you, there's a potential that you could acquire asymptomatic disease and, and spread it. So that's why until we have more information and a greater proportion of the population vaccinated, everyone who has been vaccinated still needs to follow the, the guidelines. Chris Arisman is on the line from the Minnesota Department of Health. And before I let you go, students and teachers returning to the classroom has been a big topic, a pretty hot topic. Um, what about the plan for going back to school? I mean, I know that uh, educators, uh, child care workers are on the list of, uh, of those that can be vaccinated. Yes, they are. And we're continuing to work through that list and get uh, those individuals vaccinated. So we're, we're continuing to, to offer vaccine to those populations. The governor has expressed that um, he wants to see students back in school because of the very important role that school plays in their development and education. Um, there is new guidance out from CDC about, you know, returning to the classroom. And that guidance indicates that vaccination doesn't have to have happened for a return to the classroom. We are certainly prioritizing educators in child care um, for vaccination. But yes, we expect that not everyone will have been vaccinated by the time that, that kids are returning to school. Chris Arisman from the Minnesota Department of Health. Boy, when it comes to uh, press conferences in the last year and giving updates to Minnesotans, uh, you've certainly seen Chris Arisman's face on the TV and voice on the radio. And I appreciate this update about the COVID-19 vaccine rollout here in Minnesota. So thank you, Ms. Arisman, and I appreciate you being on the show. Thanks for having me. You are listening to The Current.